So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. It's time for Tim. The Tim Weisberg Show on 1420 WBSM and streaming live on WBSM.com and the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message through the WBSM app. And now, WBSM's big gun, Tim Weisberg. And welcome back in our number two of the program here on Tuesday. Room for you, 508-996-0500 or via app chat on the WBSM app or open line on the WBSM app. And we have, um, first of all, I, I, I just want to, before we get back into the discussion, which I definitely want to get back into regarding this uh, day of silence on April 28th that allows students in middle schools and high schools to not have to speak in solidarity with the LGBTQ plus community. Before we get back into that, though, I want to point out, I have an article at WBSM.com and on the app, as well as it's posted up on our Facebook page, uh, about a local connection on last night's edition of Monday Night Raw. And uh, if you if you know anything about Purchase Street Records and its owner, Roger Schwenard. You know he is a huge wrestling fan, a huge WWE fan. He has a vast collection of WWE memorabilia. In fact, so much so, I believe he's been on now multiple times on the show, WWE's Most Wanted Treasures. He's been on it once. I know he filmed another one, and maybe that's coming up in, in the upcoming season. I'm not sure. But he's had multiple items that the WWE has sought to purchase from Roger, to put into this physical Hall of Fame that they're building. And it's it's funny because for all the years he spent collecting WWE memorabilia, it seems like now wrestlers are collecting Purchase Street Records merchandise because, and Roger's always good about giving, giving it to them. Uh, and last night on Monday Night Raw, WWE Hall of Famer Trish Stratus appeared in a backstage segment fellow Hall of Famer and her best friend Lita was attacked backstage from behind and doesn't know who attacked her. And, uh, and and Trish Stratus comes running in and she's wearing a Purchase Street Records sweatshirt, a hoodie from Purchase Street Records. And uh, an eagle-eyed Bob Mandel caught it and posted it up on social media. And so I, I saw his post and I, re- I talked to, to Bob, I talked to Roger, Wrote up a little story last night about it, so it's up there for you to check it out. And it kind of gives some of the background of Roger's connections with the WWE and uh, and talks about how Trish Stratus got that sweatshirt in the first place and, uh, and some other stuff too, including some information about his band, All Sinners, which is now really starting to catch fire. Uh, they've been played on Sirius XM's Hair Nation, and they are, they're really becoming... Uh, a popular band. They had a, a big EP release party at the store the other day. So you can read all about it, again, at WBSM.com. 
and on the app. So getting back to this day of silence, um, I shared earlier in the first hour the email that was sent to Bristol Aggie students telling them that if they want to take take part in this day of silence, uh, it's a Google form for them to register so that they can be given a card so that if a teacher calls on them when they are participating, they can hold up the card and let the teacher know that they're participating and they're not saying anything that day. Now, it doesn't preclude you from answering questions for a, for a test. It doesn't preclude you from answering questions or, or discussing something about safety. I'm assuming you can also ask to go to the bathroom. But the idea is that you will not participate in any other discussion or chatter in solidarity with the LGBTQ plus community. And when the students from that community at New Bedford High had a walkout in protest of the Sean Oliver memes, everybody said, stay in school, you belong in school, kids should be learning. And this is a way for students to be able to offer up their support and their solidarity without having to disrupt the school day. But yet people still aren't happy about it. I'll get into some of the app chat messages, but right now we have uh, somebody on the phone. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You were on WBSM. Yeah, good morning, Tim. How are you doing? Well, you in there. You know, nice weather out there today. Yeah, beautiful day. I'm trying to get out there, you know, get some, at least some sunshine. I, I, and, get, uh, I, I get all my sunshine walking from the car to the door of the building. That's good. You know, uh... Well, maybe you might be agree with me or not me. I don't know, but I'm going to just put it out there. You know, today's politics, national, state, and local, is dominated by uh, gender identity. And it's I call it crotch politics, gender reassignment. It's no longer about uh, you know ballooning uh, budgets and uh, crumbling roads and highways, antiquated and dilapidated bridges, like here in the state, uh, the Fed's. The federal inspectors came in and they deemed over 400 bridges as dangerous. You know, it's no longer about the MBTA on the verge of bankruptcy. Uh, you know, uh, all the der various derailments, numerous delays. And it's no more. It's no more talk about that. It's not talk about how uh, you know rising costs of uh, housing, food, and energy. It's all about. Where the crotch is and who has it and who doesn't have it, who thinks one hasn't. I mean, it's it's pretty sad that well, schools don't teach civics. They don't teach the antiquities. They don't teach philosophy, rhetoric, and oratory. It's all about how, the crotch. How, 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 do you, how, do you know, how do you know that they don't teach those things? Well, not, not public schools. Did you look at a public school lesson plan? Well, I can guarantee you don't speak Latin and Greek. Uh, they don't I, teach well, you the antiquities. I think they've kind of moved away from a lot of that anyway. Yeah. Uh, th when I was in school, they were moving away from Latin. It just it didn't have as many um, it didn't have as many people that were interested in learning it then. Now it's well, kind of, well, it's kind of just limited now to people who learn it or, or people who are looking for a law degree. Let me just say, Tim. You know, you got to look above your crotch. You know, and think about you know, these today's younger people and even the adults for that. You know, I mean, you know what's funny is I've heard about all the th all the topics that you're talking about. I've heard about all those things on the news. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is people don't communicate anymore because they got uh, their heads uh, down on their phone. They can't communicate with one another. They can't debate one another. They can't. Uh, just the oratory the oratory skills have gone downhill. And all we keep going back to the same thing. The kids need a 
a free go outside card to go and talk about their crotch. Can you do me a favor? What? The next time that Barry talks about drag queens going to libraries, which he talks about about a lot, I want you to call in and say all these same points to him. Well, I'd say it to you like I would say it to Phil or uh, or Marcus, you know? And Marcus knows. Well, I'm just just saying, I don't hear you call in and tell him when he's talking about that topic. You don't call in and say, well, why aren't you talking about the bridges that are falling apart? Well, the reason why you don't hear me is because you're out for lunch. I I don't remember hearing you call in and say this. No pun intended. You, so you so you will call in when he's talking about drag queens not belonging in libraries and saying, hey, let's talk about things that matter, like falling apart bridges and ballooning budgets. Yeah, well, I'll try to talk about all kinds of things, including this topic. Well, well, what I'm just saying is there's more to the world than your crush. That's all I got to say. You can put that in your quote book. All right. I will write that down and then erase it. Thank you. Uh, 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in, you can also send in an app chat message and I will read some of those, uh, that have come in. Give me a moment because some of them have been, um, uh, some of them have multiple messages. So I gotta, all right. So Carol Ann, oh, let me put this going. Hold on. All right. There we go. Carol Ann and the Stone writes in, so many people say kids need to just go to school and learn. As a human being in this in this world, I support anything that is helping to teach young people compassion, inclusion, and kindness, in addition to the old reading, writing, and arithmetic. This day of silence is a choice. Students can choose to participate or not. This is not hurting anyone. I cannot wrap my brain around why people have a problem with this. Also, a lot of your callers do not give young people any credit at all. They make the assumption that adults are organizing this with some underlying agenda. Young people are smart and standing up for themselves in underrepresented peer groups. There are students that are going to participate because they believe in that in this cause, not just to get out of answering questions in class. The bottom line is that there are people that do not respect or support the LGBTQ plus community, and therefore they will have a problem with any event that shows support and inclusion that the members of this community and their allies. Well, let me put this caller on hold. So that's from Carol Ann in a sonnet. Uh, let me see here, because uh, Noah sent in two messages. Excuse me, I wish this was a little bit faster than loading up. This reminds me of what I heard a comedian say about the BLM movement. Just because I support BLM doesn't mean I don't care about other people or white lives or all lives matter. It's like when people say, save the whales, that doesn't mean I want to kill dolphins. This may be more specific toward the LGBT community, but it doesn't mean it's okay for other kids to get bullied. It's still for everyone. And I think, yeah, you could have days like this where you support bullying of other students for other reasons. As I mentioned, you know, my bullying when I was in middle school was horrendous. And it was all about my, you know, social, social, socioeconomic status. The fact that I lived in a very rich town in Sandwich, Massachusetts, and I was not a rich family. So, um, you know, I, I could talk about that for, for days. And I'm sure that that's something that happens quite a bit still as well. Callers, we'll get to you in just one moment. I just got one more message here to read. This comes from Grizz in New Bedford. One subject that does not get reported is the suicide rate among the transgender community. Statistics show this is a major concern, which is why I believe mental, the mental health issue and mental health treatment or therapy should be available and encouraged. Um, absolutely. I mean, I'm not saying that there is not a mental health component to what is happening to these students from the way that they are treated. I'm just saying I'm not willing to go down the route of saying these kids are mentally ill because they may be LGBTQ+. Um, Data indicate that 82% of transgender individuals have considered killing themselves and 40% have attempted suicide with suicidality highest among transgender youth. And it's, it's an obvious problem. 
uh, and, and one that people just kind of want to ignore and say, uh, yeah, well, you know, if we just if we just let them know that they're mentally ill for being transgender in the first place, that should take care of it. And uh, no, that that doesn't work for me. All right, let's go back to the phones. We've got the phone lines lit up. It's still room for you at 508-996-0500. Good morning. You were on WBSM. Yes. Do you notice they um, they don't protest on the weekends? Why don't they protest on the weekends or at night and have some respect for the school and get in there and do their studies or whatever they're being taught and save the protesting for the weekend? What would be the, what would be the point of that? You wanna you wanna have the, the your no, voice it's, heard it's when just, when there's other people in the building. You're disrupting the school, and they can do it. How is not after. talking a disruption? It's not disrupting the school. You don't think there's any disruption if nobody's speaking or answering questions? If we even get to that point, how, and when is it? When does this stop? Or how long does it go on? What's the next pro, next process? When, what, what, when did you go to high school? What years? And I graduated in '72. Okay, so when you went to school, it was at the height of the Vietnam War. Did, were there any ever student protests about Vietnam? Not inside the schools, not on the school grounds, negative. They waited for Saturdays? Yeah, yes, it was actually on weekends or at, at, at night. There was nothing in the schools. Where, where, and, did, where uh, did you go to school, if you don't mind my asking? Well, I don't. I don't think I have to tell you that. You don't have to. No, I'm just wondering. Right. So, I'm just wondering where it was. I went to high school, right? So, yes, you are absolutely right. This was during the Vietnam War, and uh, there was no protesting inside or on the school property. Some of the bigger universities, I'll grant you, there might have been some disruption, but not in the high schools. It doesn't belong in the high schools. We're losing it, Tim. We're losing it. And as much as everybody wants to say no, we're not, or this is good for the kids, this is not good, in my opinion, not your opinion, but in my opinion, this is not good for the kids. This is leading in just another. We create problems. We create more problems. I would would say having students that are afraid to go to school because they're afraid of being bullied is, is a problem. I don't think that's something that's been created. Well, this bully baloney came up a long time ago. I mean, this is nothing new. It's, they found well, a new name for for bullying. There was always fights. Bully, bully baloney. What, what, what do you mean by bully baloney? baloney? The name bullying. Just, you know, there were fights at school. Oh, so, yeah. so, so kids should just toughen up and take it, right? Well, it, it, it didn't happen every day. I mean, there were, you know, there were some kids ended up in trouble, whatever, but they were suspended. They weren't allowed to come back into school. We're just, we're just saying yes to everything and allowing everything to happen, and we're creating more problems, and this is the way it's going to go. And I think downright you have that same opinion, but that's nothing I can prove. Uh, thanks for taking the time and listening to me. All right, you have a good day. Um, I, I, I never like when people tell me what I really feel because what I tell you is what I really feel. Uh, and then also, yeah, okay, so the bully gets suspended. How does that help you out if the kid that got bullied goes home and, and, and hangs themselves over the bullying? 
suicide rates are up, especially amongst transgender students, but they're up for teenagers overall. We have to admit that the just toughen up and take it doesn't work anymore. It's a different world of bullying now than it was when you went to school. When you went to school, you just had to get get through the day from 7 to, to 2.30 or whatever your school hours were. And then when you got home, you were safe and fine and you could be in the, the, the loving embrace of your family and kind of forget about it and then have to go back all over again the next day and deal with it. Kids can't escape that anymore. When they go home, they're bullied worse because there is no teacher to hold them back. There is no principal to hold them back. So now they bully people. They stalk them online and bully them. Most of the bullying that are causing kids to, to have this, this, this feeling of helplessness is probably not even happening within the school building during the course of the school day, but through people that they know from school doing it after hours. 508-996-0500. You are next on WBSM. Mr. Weisberg. How are you? Yeah, you're irritating me again. Well, I mean, turnabout's fair play. And this is the whole reason why I ever even called you in the first place, because you're all for this library stuff going on. You're for them using anybody's bathroom. Mm -hmm. Listen, I think that you're defending them a little bit too much. Are you wearing a skirt today, Tim? Oh, you are ridiculous. I'm a what would it matter if you I was? What would it matter if I was? It wouldn't, but I, I can't see you going to the library and reading to the kids. What is their need to do this? You never explained it. Why do they have the need to go and express themselves to young children? They are after the kids, Tim, and I think you know it. I do not know it because they are not after the kids. These no, Corey you don't think they have individuals. an agenda when they go to the library, Tim? You, know that, you don't think you they know, have an agenda when they go into a woman's bathroom? Go, go, go find me the list of people at the library, the drag queens that have been asking to come in and read at the library. It's local. I don't have to do any such thing. A common, a, a person with any brain knows they don't belong in there doing that stuff. There was no need. It's public what? library. For many, many years, they never did such a thing. For many years, they never so did. So somebody did All it and gave somebody else the idea, and now they're doing it. They're indoctrinating the children. They want to introduce all this crap. Parents have the right to control what their children are learning, Tim. You have to agree so to what, that. So for indoctrinating them for what purpose? What what, what do they get? Oh, what are they trying to do? Like, you don't know what I'm talking about. You're going to question me. Like, no, you don't, you don't know, know what, what you're I'm talking saying? about. You don't need my you're help with that. Cover it up. You're covering it up again. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a, I'm a card-carrying member you're of the pizza shop. Yep. To, you're defending them to the point of it's outrageous. I can't even believe it. If QAnon had a phone number, it'd be yours. What, what, what was that? I said if QAnon had a phone number, it would be yours. Oh, we're going to start with the QAnon now. Well, Listen, you're spouting QAnon garbage. Down. The the world is so upside down now. I don't even know if there's a way to come back. The children, they're scrambling with our children's brains, trying to let them see things. For what purpose? And in school, he, those children are not mature enough to understand. This is why there's so much depression with the children. I'm so glad on. they're not mature enough to understand the hatred people like you have for people that are different. You want to say hatred. You like that word hatred. You display you hatred. Don't think, you don't think. Okay, listen, you don't believe that parents have a right to decide what their children are going to learn. And parents have a right because they're the ones choosing to bring their kids to the library to have those stories read to them. Then they're just as disturbed as you are. Well, I would if say the same for you. Okay, if they think it's okay for children to learn all this and things, even in schools with the teachers, they should all be fired. This is ridiculous. 
When you create a child with the power that God gave you to create children, you are the parent and you have the right to say what your children are going to be taught in school. Come on, Tim. Are you serious? Then become a teacher. That's your answer. That's it. Yep, that's my that's answer. answer. That's my answer. Yep. That's not enough for me. That's not enough. Well, I, I don't really like to I don't, I don't really like to uh, give uh, oxygen to you're, insanity. You're, so. Well, you're eating too many sandwiches, Tim. Okay, you're done. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You are next on WBSM. Going on, Tim. What's happening? Nothing. Same old same old baloney in the city, it sounds like. Um I just have a comment, you know what I mean, basically about all this stuff is have you viewed any of these kids that have had the sex changes and want to go back and see how messed up they are? Yeah, well, I've seen a few examples of that, but I would say that, no, I wouldn't say that's a lot of it. I wouldn't say a lot lot of it. it. I would say that it's selective uh, presentation of it. No, I say there's a lot because I've seen a lot, right? Give me me those numbers. Give me the percentages. I don't don't have percentages. So you're you're not talking out of a fact then? I'm not working on numbers, buddy. I'm just trying to talk to you about things that I've seen. Well, I'm not a, if, I'm not I, a if I choose to go to if I choose to go to certain websites and and look up certain things, I'm going to see things that support what it is that I want to see. And it sounds to me like that's what's happening. I don't here. see it on. I don't really see it on websites. I see a lot of it on like late night television shows and things that are on like you know that I on, can on, watch. On what you channels? I mean on. On all kinds of channels, PBS and stuff like that, all kinds of stuff. They, I, I, they, they I haven't seen nearly stuff. as much as you have. It, it's, and it's not, it's not as overwhelming me, as you think it is. It, it is bad enough, okay? And then let me, let me just go to this too, right? How many, how many times have we had molestation, say, in the Catholic Church with, you know, obviously the priest is gay then, okay? And he gets around little kids. And, you know, you got gay people getting around a child that's pretty sick. Why why is it sick for gay people to be around a child? Well, when I was younger, I happened to have a father who was gay, okay? And he had gay friends. And they would let them watch me. And I have, like, nightmares of where I believe I was molested by this guy. And I can't prove it. Okay. Well, I'm, and I'm, I'm coming on the radio to tell you this stuff. I'm, I'm okay? sorry that that happened to you, but I also no, don't sorry, think that, that but that's is... going to happen. That's going to happen in them, all right? And I hope April twenty eighth is the is every day after because they should be quiet. Let them all shut up. All, all right? right. All right. That's it. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. It's hard to have sympathy for somebody when you don't want to listen to anything else. Uh, the the other part of it too is. There's a lot of gay couples, there's a lot of gay people who have children who are not predators, who are not molesters. Just like there are a lot of straight people who are. So I don't, and you know, you talk to people, you talk to to, to people who are pedophiles. And not that I talk to them, but I'm just saying like you see interviews with them and you see people collecting data on them. And to them, the gender doesn't matter in a lot of cases. It's about it's about the fact that they're younger and the power that the person has over them, which is just as sick. But you don't come at me with 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 this with these supposed facts if you can't support it. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. You are next on WBSM. Hello. What's on your mind? Um, the reading to 
to children. Mm-hmm. There were many programs in the past. I'm a retired teacher, and I had a certificate in teaching and in a specialist in reading. And there were guest readers, especially do- during Dr. Zeus's day. Mm-hmm. They would come in from the uh, downtown area, the businesses. They would come to read to the children. I don't know why they don't, they stopped it. And then we had students from Roosevelt would come to our school to read to the little the little children, and some of my children could read better than the person who came in. My kids would stand around, and I'm talking first graders. They would help the seventh grader or eighth grader read the words because they were weak readers themselves. I think they have to concentrate on what makes somebody read. Stephen King recently said, you've got to read creative fairy tales, stories that spur your imagination. Mm -hmm. Uh, Reading about um, biographies galore in first grade didn't work. There's nothing that implants in the head of a child ideas. All of these biographies throw them right out the window. They don't do anything for any child. I was in... um, I was a um, student in the 50s. We had to read miserable cowboys and Indians all the time, and the research said the reason why was girls would tolerate reading boys' kind of uh, topics, but boys would never tolerate reading girls' topics. So I was stuck. But I would put my, my hand in the back of the book and read the fantasies that we never got to because the book was so thick. And the you know, you have a schedule. We never got to the creative stuff. But I became creative because I did my own library work. I read what I wanted. But in schools, I think it's shame that they don't go with what Stephen King said. You've got to spur children on. Absolutely. All right. Thank you for the call. Bye-bye. And, uh, you know, and going back to the caller's point about, you know, the, the, the girls would read stuff that was supposed to be for boys and the boys wouldn't read stuff that was supposed to be for girls. I mean, hey, listen, when I was in fifth grade, you know, I was like, I'm not reading girl books. You know, I didn't want to. I wasn't interested in girl stories. And my teacher made me read, as, as punishment for saying that, made me read the entire Babysitter's Club series. Like up to that point, there was like 20 books. And I had to read all of them. And you know what? I, I got into them. Like it was, it I I got into the stories, and you know I remember being a kid, and you know you would never want to admit that you liked a a, a female singer, you know, because that's that's for girls. But as I've learned over time, that there's a lot of great female singers, and so you know it's it's there is some of that that bias that exists in kids, and I think we're we're chipping away at that. We're making that not exist anymore. And I think that that's a good thing. Uh, I do have to take a break, callers. We will get to you as soon as we come back, I promise. Um, Am Miserable in New Bedford says social services should investigate WBSM and me. Well, come on down. Pretty sure that social services would would, uh, be pretty happy for the conversations that we're having here, but then would want to know the the caller ID phone numbers of some of the folks that are calling in and saying some of the the absolutely ridiculous things that they're saying. 508-996-0500. We'll be right back.
And welcome back in 508-996-0500. And you can also hit us up on App Chat on the WBSM app. Uh, always watching in New Bedford uh, says, you're a clown. Chaos is king. You're covering for those kids because you were a loser and could only hang with the fringe kids. Nailed it. Um, well, actually, I became super popular in high school, but that's all right. You can make assumptions about me all you want. Uh, but also the fringe kids were always my friends. I never, I was friends with everybody in school. In high school, there was just one kid that I didn't get along with. And I just chose to ignore him. We just butted heads all the time. But everybody else I got along with fine. And I was, I was one of the popular kids in school. Maybe like from the middle of my sophomore year on. Because I was a new kid before that. So... You know, I, I considered the fringe kids to be among some of my very best friends. And they were all great people, and they're all still great friends of mine today. So I would I would rather hang with the fringe kids. If, if you were one of the popular kids and this is the attitude that you had, I wouldn't want anything to do with you. So I, I'm glad that we wouldn't be friends. Uh, I'll get into some more app chat, caller, uh, app chat messages as well. Um, but right now, let's take a phone call. Good morning. You were on WBSM. Hello. Hey, good morning. What's going on? Yeah, lively discussion. Now, I'd like to add into it, too, because sure. i got opinions about it. I've heard some varied opinions, and uh, I think everybody's added something to the show. Uh, whether it got personal or not, well, you know, maybe it will with this call, too. I don't know. But the, the thing I'm, I'm seeing is that uh, transgender adults, say in Bristol County and New Bedford in particular, um, they're not calling in to stand up for the children. Obviously, the adults have gone through a much tougher time than these kids are being <clears throat> oriented into or are bullying, and et cetera, because with the adults, there's a workplace situation, a social situation. There's everyday taking trips and and the different uh, accommodations, maybe, that these adults have had to uh, kind of uh, navigate clandestine almost, uh, which means it's secretive. And uh, I want to hear them. I think you, you to reach out. Do you personally know anyone who's I, I do, but I, I also I, I do, but I will also say this: you've heard from some of them and just not known that you have. Well, that's not fair for an open discussion. That's the no, same I, same. I don't think they necessarily have to identify you themselves. Stand, you should stand your ground and add something to these children that may be listening or whatever. Sure, and they probably do. They probably the message to them as they listen. They probably do that. They probably do that on the commu in the community, but they don't have to do that on talk radio. Probably don't cut it. You want to have a real discussion? Uh, you've got the opportunity. Now, you just said you know someone who already spoke. Why didn't you? Why didn't that person you get offline during a seven-minute commercial break and bring them back on? A woman, I don't know which uh, what situation, and let's have a learning session going on for us because basically we're repeating ourselves now based on the information we have, which is very shallow. I can't even uh, name one child who was bullied. I have no receipts on any of this conversation. We we had an we had an entire hour long conversation with students uh, about that topic just a few weeks ago. An hour is not enough. What you got to do is get names put on this stuff. Stand your ground. Be who you are. Believe and fight for what you fight for. Not a physical fight. Intellectually fight. Show people. Tell us. Is there books? Is there this? Is there that? What? The, how is your life as an adult? How are we going to help these children? 
did you cut these children off and they're just going to uh, be silent in classrooms and stuff? Is that what you're going to, if you're transgendered and you're 40 years old or older, what, what are you doing letting these kids hang out to dry like this? It's, that's maybe, maybe, maybe it's hard. Maybe it's hard for them to come out and be maybe vocal it about it because they grew up at a time where, where people didn't stand up for their rights. Well, thanks for being an advocate for excuses. Because the point is, is that if you believe in something, be who you are. Be who you are and get your flaws out there, too, because you're not perfect either. It's give and take. You want me to accept you for being different? You could accept me for being different, too. I never said I was normal either. Get to know me. All right. Well, I will hold you there. Maybe we'll get some phone calls. Thank you. Uh, we do have some more calls lined up. Uh, I did get a, a message from someone who said that they went to Dartmouth High in 1974, and they absolutely had sit-ins during school back then. But as, uh, as she said, they also had a smoking lounge, too. So it was definitely a different time back then. Uh, let me uh, read another app chat message here before we get into the next call, just so I can make sure I'm giving a good balance of each. Uh, answered seven in a cushion. It says, Tim, the caller that always calls in and is always saying negative views on your show, could he one day call in? I, that's a she. she. It's actually a woman. Could she one day call in and say something positive, even if the sun is out and it's warm? And why can't grown-ups let kids express themselves how they want to? Seems like the grown-ups want to control and dictate what kids can do and what they can't do. Grown-ups need to stop because it seems like grown-ups seem to be the cause of the problem, not the solution. Uh, she has called in and said positive things before. We've had some very, very nice conversations in the past. Uh, and also, I will say, yeah, it is kind of funny that you're saying, you know, the, the, the adults in school are pushing an agenda on them to, to, to try to force them into being LGBTQ plus and uh, that this is some sort of, you know, conspiracy about trying to change the, the gender identity of your children, but yet also saying, hey, kids, just be kids and don't worry about these kind of things is also trying to control them, too. And keeping them from having this voice when they want to speak out about these issues. Uh, let me see. What do I have for... All right. I got to take a break, callers. I will get back to you when we come back. And don't worry. If we don't get to you this hour, we will certainly get to you. We have the entire next hour to talk about this. I will make sure that everybody gets their time today. But I just got to keep an eye on the clock because, uh, as that caller said, you know, seven-minute breaks, which is a bit of an exaggeration, but not not too far off. What can I say? People want to advertise on this show. You all think that I'm crazy? You all think that I should be taken off the air? Advertisers are loving it. We'll be right back. And you know, it is Tuesday, so if you're a senior, why aren't you heading on down to Just Another Phoenix restaurant? Because you will get free coffee with your meal. They do it for seniors every Tuesday down there. And really, they're all about making sure that they save you money. If you go and you go to some of these other breakfast places, you know, you're going to pay almost $20 a person for breakfast. I mean, that's just crazy. Who wants to pay that much for the first meal of the day, right? Well, just another Phoenix, they keep things affordable. You can get most of their breakfast for under 10 bucks. Where can you get breakfast for under 10 bucks anymore? And of course, they always have uh, all of your favorites. They've got everything that you could possibly want when it comes to breakfast, but they also have a very creative daily special menu where you will get some new and different ideas that you probably never heard of before. It's always worth stopping into Just Another Phoenix and checking out what they have on the menu for you each day. But maybe you can't go in there. Maybe you can't hang out. Maybe you don't have time to actually have a sit-down breakfast in the restaurant. That's okay because you can get their full menu through the drive through window to make it nice and easy for you to grab a good, delicious breakfast and then get on with your way. And they have other food, too, so it's not just about breakfast. But check them out for yourself. Just another Phoenix. They're located on Fawns Corner Road in Dartmouth. I guarantee you, you will find something on the menu that you will fall in love with. All right, and, you know, and always ask. 
It's always worth asking if they have the Boston Cream French Toast. Even if they don't have it on the special menu, maybe they can make it for you. Just tell them that Tim suggested that you ask for it. They'll, they'll know. They know all about me and my love of the Boston Cream French Toast over there. All right, I do have to take one more break for the hour. We'll be right back. Yeah. not where the story ends because we still have another hour where you and I can talk at 508-996-0500, but we are just about out of time for this hour. I'll read some more app chat messages. M, you know, miserable in New Bedford. He's he's on a roll, uh, message after message, and none of them appropriate for air, but I'll, I'll try to read them. Uh, just to give you a little bit of an idea of what I what I deal with. And then, uh, of course, we'll take more of your app chat messages. We'll take more of your phone calls coming up in the next hour. I will remind you, if you didn't get a chance to check it out, see my story at WBSM.com and on the app about New Bedford's own Purchase Street Records being represented on last night's edition of WWE Monday Night Raw. Hall of Famer Trish Stratus wearing a Purchase Street Records hoodie. And, uh, and I talked to shop owner Roger Schwenard to find out how he feels about it course you can imagine he thinks it's pretty cool anytime a wrestler wears some of his stuff and uh, you can find out the story of how she got the hooded sweatshirt in the first place and see some other examples of when wrestlers have worn some of roger's gear and uh, certainly you know the uh for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.